What's up, everyone? This is Logan, and you're tuned in to the Spiritual Hustler Podcast. What's up, everyone? This is Logan, and you're tuned in to Season 2 of the Spiritual Hustler. I'm so excited to be back with you all. I'm so excited to be sharing with you all again. Thank you so much for your patience, but we are back with the Spiritual Hustler and our first episode of season two is called Work Your Program. So Netflix has a series that documents teen girls who are in the system and are incarcerated at a juvenile all-female detention center. So these girls are dealing with all types of issues, um, dealing with issues with each other, um, with their families, and of course, because they also are incarcerated. Um, but as they are consoled and also corrected, the phrase that stuck with me is work your program. This phrase reminds the girls that they are to s- stay focused on getting out of the system as well as bettering themselves um, by doing the things that's been required of them. And this is outlined in their individual customized plans known as their programs. So Work your program means um, a few things. It has its own context, of course, in that show and in um, that facility, but it really hit home for me. And so for me, work your program means focusing on you and giving everything you do the best that you have. It's excellence. Um, Working your program is understanding that your journey is yours and you can stand in your own way and compare yourself to others and do what society tells you. Or you can walk out your own unique journey and be proud of doing things your way. The other part of that for me is work your program is walking in your purpose, your destiny, your calling, and being the daughter, the son, mother, father, sister, brother, friend, mentor, employee, volunteer, being the person that you're supposed to be. So this really has stuck heavy with me um, over the last few weeks. Over these last few weeks, I have been experiencing a just major shift in my life. And with that, there's been excitement, there's been fear, there's been joy, some anger, um, but a lot of overwhelming feelings that have made me question myself, question myself for for the good um, and the bad, but basically kind of questioning my choices and the direction that I'm going. Um, what I have had to remind myself is that I need to stay focused and simply work my program. Um, it's not that I don't feel like I deserve everything that I'm busting my butt for, but I know from experience in the past and currently that it's when we allow our fear to take over that I'm not my best. So I imagine that you all probably have experienced the same and that you're not your best. So as we're kicking off season two of The Spiritual Hustler, I want to first encourage everyone to work your program. I want you to be the best versions of yourself and be unapologetic about focusing on you, your desires, and your needs. Work your program is working your life, living your life to the fullest, to um, the best way, in the most excellent way, um, that you can live your life and be happy. So with that, I want you all to go forth confidently living out your God-given purpose. And we're going to talk more about that in just a second. Um, As always, when I um, give you all information or share something as far as what I feel like will help us as spiritual hustlers, I want to give you some 
practical things as well as some things to do to think about and to reflect on. So take notes. Um, I hope that this will help you to either get back on track or push forward and gain more momentum in doing you. So first things first, how can we work our program? Number one, operate in excellence. Excellence is like my word for the year. Um, It has a lot of meaning to me personally, but it's defined as the quality of being outstanding or really good. So I believe that we should be operating our everyday life and everything we do in excellence. Yes, excellence. Now, don't get me wrong. There are going to be those lazy days when we're tired and we're trying to recover. Um, There are going to be those nights where um, we might just not got to the laundry that night. We're going to work on it tomorrow. But it's a consistent effort to work in excellence. Um, For me, I was recently promoted. And while I was told by some people that they thought it was about time and that I would have been a good candidate a while. Um, I know, and I told them it wasn't my time because it just simply wasn't my season. And I know in my head, I wasn't operating in excellence. I was doing good work, but it wasn't my best. Um, I was very knowledgeable, but I wasn't thriving to expand my understanding anymore. And ultimately, I believe that that was me lacking um, the or lacking the willpower to operate in excellence. And eventually it would have hindered me if I uh, allowed or even went after a promotion when I knew that that season it wasn't for me because I was not giving um, my job and ultimately my career the best that I had. Um, the previous times... I wasn't putting the work in consistently and consistently is a requirement for excellence. One of my mentors, he, he goes in on consistency. If you don't have consistency, you don't have much and definitely for excellence, consistency is a must. So number one, how can we work our program? How can we be the best versions of ourselves? We have to operate in excellence. Number two, Your journey is your journey. I think for me, one of the hardest pills I've had to swallow is realizing that my past will not be like anyone else's. I mean, I know I'm different. I know that I am created to serve this purpose, but it can be frustrating when you often see all these things on social media. Um, You know these people who have done this and have done that. And your path just looks so completely different. Um, And you are concerned. Um, I know that I've made some very poor decisions, but I am moving forward. I have moved forward. And I know that I cannot agonize and dwell on those mistakes. They're my past. And while they make me different, different is not bad. They make me unique. Um, They also are what make me a stronger person and the person that I am today. So definitely it's something that's not always easy to deal with, but it is what makes me unique and what has qualified me for certain positions, certain opportunities that um, maybe I would have never qualified for if I had not lived out my journey. But all that to say, I could definitely be envying other people. I could envy a friend who also works for the same company as me. She has an office job, she travels, 
definitely probably doubles my my year yearly amount or whatever but I've come to realize that our paths and our journeys are very different so while someone else another woman can have um, other opportunities and other things I don't know what kind of pain or kind of loss that they had to deal with in order to get to those moments on their journey just like other people who might look at me and think that I have a a great story you don't understand or didn't have to experience the pain or the things that I've had to deal with. So I think acceptance is a good word, is acceptance that you're on your own journey. Because um, I think we often know that. I think we learn that early, that you're on your own journey, you're on your own path, but it's accepting it that takes it to another level that allows you to then go back to number one, and operate in excellence, and then also be successful in operating in excellence if you can understand and accept that your journey is your own and the things that you've already overcame have made you a better person and the things that you're going to overcome, number one, you're going to overcome them. So there's no need to allow it to stop you, Um, but also it's going to make you better prepared for the opportunities and the great things that lie ahead. And it's going to make you better appreciate them. Um, Everybody's journey is very different. And you and I are very capable of receiving our own success. But we have to work our program. The third thing with working your program, what should you do? What do you need to be doing? What um, do you need to be doing better? Walk in your purpose. If you all don't take anything else from this episode, I want you to take this with you. Walk in your purpose. Follow your calling. Just do it. Don't be afraid. Um, Don't be afraid of walking in your purpose and doing it your own way. I see and know too many people who have given up on what I believe and I know that they would believe is their purpose And it's because of worldly obstacles. And to me, it's just crazy. But I was also one of those. Um, One of the, the, the worldly or the biggest obstacles that I believe that people allow to stop them from walking in their purpose is being distracted or letting the world determine how their purpose should look. I'm gonna say that again, just so we, we all on the same page. One of the Biggest worldly obstacles that I believe that stops people or hinders people from walking in their purpose is allowing the world to distract them or determine how their purpose should look. An example, um, maybe you have been called to heal. You believe that you um, were given that kind of um, that gift And you think it means that you need to be hired at this big medical corporation as a doctor and be the head of the department. That's amazing. That's excellent. But is that what you want? Is that what you've been called to do? Or were you called to be a doctor working in overseas in countries with Doctors Without Borders or another nonprofit organization? Which which were you called to do? Um, another one is maybe you were called to motivate young girls. So you think that you need to be this YouTube star 
um, and that you need to operate in that arena. Nothing is wrong with being a YouTube star. Nothing is wrong with being a social media influencer, but is that what you were called to do? Is that your purpose or is that how you have interpreted or allowed the world to distract you and make you think that that is how your purpose is to be identified is by being a YouTube star? Maybe you were meant to be a school resource officer or a program director at a youth center. The A purpose and a calling doesn't have a particular look. For me, I know that my purpose is to motivate and push people to be the best versions of themselves. I thought that had a certain look. I thought that meant that I had to be... Um, uh, I guess somebody to be, to be in the background pushing others forward to be their cheerleader while they impact the masses. And I do believe that there's a calling because I do believe that I have been called to be a servant and that I have been gifted with servant, um, with excellent servant capabilities or gifted with that. But I don't think that that meant that that was the only way that I could do it. I do believe that my purpose is to impact people even in the smallest ways as far as motivation and inspiration. I do believe that I have um, my, my purpose and my gift is to keep pushing people forward. So what have I done? First thing I did was I got out of my own way in fear of trying to be... Um, a mentor to others. There are these girls, there's a few girls that I just really, I, I admire. They're young girls and I want to see them live their full potential. But I know that as teenage girls or young ladies, um, in their early, um, 1920s, all that, that the world can bring you down. So what did I do? I got out of my own way, my own selfish way, to pour into someone else. I even did it with my work. I didn't think that I was necessarily purposed to be working for this big company, but I can still fulfill my purpose of inspiring and motivating others by being in a um, position that allows me to impact other associates directly. I have the ability to help motivate other people to number one, do great work and to help build um, a great environment, but to help them see and push them to where they want to go as well personally. So a lot of times I think ultimately to get back to the point, we allow the world to define and tell us how our purpose should look. And it doesn't have to look how society dictates. It does not have to look how this person does it. Your purpose is yours. And the only way that you can figure out how um, you are supposed to walk out that purpose and to live in that calling is by having communication with the person, with the, the all-knowing God that gave you that purpose. So that's back to relationship and connection, which we talked about in season one. But like I said, that's why that foundation is essential because that's what's going to help you to work your program is knowing your purpose and understanding your purpose 
and not being afraid to do it on your own terms. Working your program is all about you as the individual and you doing what you need to do to be the best version of yourself. And that doesn't have um, society dictations. It doesn't have family, family dictations. It doesn't have friend dictations. They, those people aren't you. Those people don't get up um, when you get up every morning and have to walk in your shoes. Working your program is all about you. And so, of course, as back to the point, what I'm, I'm going to stick to is dictate your own purpose. Don't let the world tell you what your purpose has to look like. And that's, that, to me, is walking in your program. Ultimately... There's a lot of factors that I believe go into why people allow society and media and the world to dictate what their purpose looks like. Because, of course, we want checks. We want popularity. um, But we're seeking greater wealth, not just dollars. Um, We are seeking greater influence. But we want to touch lives and not just be a trending topic. We want to have success and do great things. But remember, it's not always about the masses. Sometimes it's about just the one. Impact and change does not always start big. And we have to be okay with that. Impact begins with one. So all this to say, if you can impact one person, one life, that is something to be proud of. That is something that you can walk in your purpose proudly And know that you are doing what you were called to do. So again, working your program means focusing on you and giving you everything that you have and doing the very best that you have to give. And that is excellence. That's operating excellence. Work your program is understanding that your journey is yours and you can stand in your own way or you can get out your way and tell society to forget it and that you are going to do it your way and that you're going to be proud of doing it your way. Working your program is walking in your purpose, your destiny, your calling, being you and being who you were called to be. That is working your program. So again, Thank you all for listening. This has been season two, episode one. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to hear back from you all. I hope that you will really push forward and that you all took some notes and that you all will be with me as we all can work our programs and do life in a greater way as we desire greater success, greater wealth, and greater influence. But until next time, stay connected and stay hustling. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Spiritual Hustler podcast. Let me know what you think. I want to hear from you. Send me an email at spiritualhustlerpod at gmail.com or send me a comment or message on Instagram or Twitter at Logan Ellie. And make sure you're following the Spiritual Hustler podcast on Facebook at Spiritual Hustler Pod. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button to be notified when our next episode comes out. But until then, stay connected and stay hustling.